It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Jason Wilde is with us. He seemed like he had a pretty happy weekend. It must have been that bread pudding you sent to him. Wilde, how was the bread pudding? Did you try it? Not as good as it would have been had I got it live and in person at Potawatomi. I was hoping maybe I could give it a chance tonight, but... uh, Maddie has taken the night off from ballet. So maybe next Monday after the Packers play in the playoffs, I can uh, make another appearance at Rock and Brew. Well, it would be, you would, uh, for sure, it would be a little warmer, right? I mean, right out of their cooking device and, and right in front of you. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you warmed up the bread pudding that I sent to you or if you, if you went for it on Friday night. But, but yes, if fresh is always best. I would just say this. It will not cost $56 for it to yeah. arrive in front of me like it did for somebody <laughs> Uh, it's well worth the content. Hey, this is a lot of fun, Jason. And I, I heard you and Taos talking this morning about how it's a house money situation for the Packers. I, am I a greedy person here in that I think it's okay to reset expectations and look at this game as the Dallas freaking Cowboys? And, man, you want to do anything possible to end their season? That the season that was was incredible. It was growth in every which way. And here you are as a, a playoff team with a chance to knock off a, a rival, a historic rival in the NFL in the postseason. Yeah, I, I would I would never swear on your show, but I am reminded of one of my all-time favorite films, uh, one that I was at Milwaukee County Stadium in the middle of the night. Uh, I like to pretend that you can see me as a youngster, uh, as a teenager in uh, Major League, but there's the scene where Tom Berenger says, I guess there's only one thing left to do, win the whole blanking thing. I mean, these guys, that's great. They're not happy to be here, right? I mean, they're competitors. And now they're like, hey, why not us, right? And so I don't, I don't think their attitude as players or as coaches is, well, we made the playoffs. Nobody thought we'd do it. I think we're done here. Um, at the same time, if we're being realistic, and, and look, I'm – I'm all for Packers fans being excited. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being excited about this team and what it's accomplished because they, you should be. But, you know, the, the reality is the Dallas Cowboys have been a really good football team at home. And as well as the Packers have played offensively, uh, the Cowboys have been even better offensively, the highest-scoring team in the league. And I, I think they're going to have their hands full I think they're going to have a tough time. I'm not sure they're going to get clobbered, but I don't think the Packers are going to extend their season. And if they do, it'll be one more instance of them doing something that I didn't expect them to do this year, and it'll be one more fun week of them moving on. Well, you never know unless you're in, and we are in, which I say we, which people didn't expect the Packers to be in. Jason, we can recall seasons where the Packers were pretty darn good at home and then laid an egg in the playoffs. So anything can happen, right? No doubt. I mean, and, but again, I, I think that you know, this has been a magical run. Um, my experience in the NFL is that you, you have to kind of learn what the playoffs are like. And we just got done talking to LaFleur a little while ago. And, you know, he was going with the argument that, hey, the last three weeks have basically been playoff games. Um, no, you beat the worst team in the league. You beat the Vikings, who were a shell of what they were the first time you played them. And you beat the Bears who are clearly going to have to do something at quarterback because as much as I like Justin Fields, everything about him, uh, I don't think you pass up the opportunity with the number one overall pick to take a Caleb Williams. So you didn't beat playoff teams. It may have been win or go home 
in your mind about your season continuing, but you weren't playing the Dallas Cowboys. You weren't playing the San Francisco 49ers. You, you, you know, the one playoff team that you did play in the last month of the season, uh, they came into your house and kicked your behind. Uh, and that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I, I would, I would say that, yes, anything can happen, but this is a tall order. Let's not lose sight of that in our euphoria for what they accomplished. And I understand where where the house money conversation starts. The youngest roster in football, and there were some growing pains. The team was 2-5 and and got hot and developed. We're in the business sometimes on radio of handing out flowers when deserve it. Who deserves the flowers here? Because it seems like you could hand roses to a variety of folks in Green Bay. Yeah, first of all, the house money thing, like, I don't, I'm not a gambler. Like, I've been to Vegas twice, and I really enjoyed the Cirque du Soleil shows. Those were really fun. <laughs> I enjoyed those. That's more my thing. Um, but but in terms of handing out bouquets, like, look, Matt LaFleur deserves one. Like, there were people that were questioning, you know, whether he was the right guy, right? I mean, there were plenty of Packers fans at 2-5 and five who were down on him in a big way. So he figured out a way to get the best out of Jordan Love and get the best out of a bunch of young receivers. And he deserves credit for that. At the same time, I think Goody clearly deserves a bouquet. It looks like he picked some really, really good skill position guys. And then Jordan Love and all those young receivers, you know, maybe Jordan Love gets the bouquet and then he gives one flower to each of those different receivers that he's targeted. Because whether you're Bo Melton or you're Dontavion Wicks or you're Jaden Reed or you're Romeo Dobbs or even Christian Watson, they all had their contributions this season and you know there's not many teams that that many young guys get that many opportunities but I have to say it's pretty darn impressive how they all to varying degrees took advantage of them. Hey Jason you accurately pointed out how poor offensively that's my word I guess the past three opponents have been for the Packers with that said if the Cowboys don't hang 40 on the pack has Joe Barry saved his job with them making the playoffs? Yeah that's a good question John I don't I don't think so i think you can feel that it's probably time for a reset i mean he's basically running a defense now that he that's not his defense right they blitzed more uh they played more man coverage down the stretch of the season like i think it's probably the handwriting is on the wall i would also say that you know judging from joe's kind of mannerisms with us the last three weeks he's kind of got an idea that you know, barring a run to like the NFC championship game with the defense leading the way, it's probably going to go their separate ways. But, you know, I wouldn't rule it out, but I, I don't think it's likely. And, and if, you know, if they lose, you know, 38-24, is that uh, good enough for him to stick around if they stay within 14 points? Probably not. I, I He's a very nice man. They've had some really good success the last couple of weeks against not-so-good offenses. Uh, I'm glad for him because I do think he's a good person. Um, but I think it's still more likely than not that they have a dif- different defensive coordinator in 2024. Check out Wilde and Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon. You can hear it in Madison. You can hear it in Milwaukee. You can hear it a lot of different places. Jason Wilde, thank you so much for being with us. Try the bread pudding. Tip your waitress. Take care. Be good. Good stuff. <laughs>